Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello, Jose. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you. (laughs) It's good to see you, too. Uh, We're doing something a little bit different today. This is going to be our first time taking um, a listener suggestion for our topic today. And today's topic is going to be attraction. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm. What you attracted to? (laughs) A cheeseburger right now. (laughs) I'm a little hungry, but but aside from that, yeah. You and I have talked about attraction many times, basically like from prehistoric times, like Mm -hmm. what makes us attracted to someone. And we've had some very interesting conversations. What what what? You can have two people and you can ask them both if they think somebody's attractive and you'll get two different That's answers. so weird. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> mean, so weird. I, I will say this, right? And I, you know, I know this is, uh, you've done a lot of research on this one. We'll, we'll get to it. But, you know, I know that conventional beauty is supposed to be like symmetry, right? Mm-hmm. So when somebody says that's a, like like supermodels, for instance, right? They have a the symmetry to them, and that's what makes them more attractive because they try to put science around it. But you know, I don't know how far they. Is get. it the supermodel? I thought that was more based on your height and your weight. I didn't I know mean, the head. Yeah, supermodels have a it, yeah. It's very hard to be a supermodel. But, <laughs> no, I'm saying but I don't you also know have to they... be attractive too. Yeah, it has to do with like you know how attractive I guess you are to the masses. I suppose I know mm. we're talking, but if you wanted to, you know, again, what appeals to the masses in yeah. general would be. Symmetry. Yeah. It's sort. interesting. Some people, it's the exact opposite of that. They yeah. don't like like someone in the room. <laughs> you don't like facial features to be like perfectly straight or like whatever. Yeah. Like you like uniqueness. I've heard, I've heard like, uh, I can't remember the terminology, something like ugly cute or something or cute ugly or something like that. You know <laughs> I what I mean? No. Like, so somebody that's not They're so ugly, they're cute. No, 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 no. It's, they're not. I think the expression comes from they're not conventionally what you would consider okay. a good-looking guy. Okay. You know what I mean? So do you have an example of a, like let's say a celebrity, a good-looking guy celebrity or that's, he's so ugly, he's cute. No, 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 no. <laughs> Again, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with, uh, it. it's not that they're ugly. It's that they're just not conventionally good-looking. Okay. Do you have that, an example of somebody? Um, let's just say it's somebody that other people wouldn't find or typically yeah. is not conventionally good-looking and yeah. then... But they're still attractive, right. nonetheless. But there's no way that's wrong either. We're here. We're saying that like you can be attracted to whatever you're attracted. There may be uh, prehistoric reasons why you're attracted to a certain thing. Like one thing they talk about a lot is um, how men are attracted to women with wider hips, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's showing like a kind of like a fertility kind of thing, right? right. Yeah. Like wherever that's obviously just embedded in us, you know? I guess. The same same reason why women like tall men. You yeah. Know, like, I don't, they got to hunt and I Yeah, don't there's know. no use for it now. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah. There's no legitimate reason to have to Everybody want a Everybody can go foot. through the drive-thru. Well, I'm just saying, like, you can get a stepladder if you need to read something, you know what yeah. I mean? But, um, but yeah, that people have preferences for sure. Yeah. There's a few different types of attraction. There's actually six um, that are listed here that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, the first one is physical. This is the desire to touch or to be touched by that person. But what I thought was interesting with this is it's not always sexual. And I was trying to think of a kind of physical attraction to something and something that came to my mind was babies, Mm -hmm. how we all are like, we, when you see babies, there's something in us, they're so cute and you just 
not like you're, it's like I said, non-sexual at all, but it's like, you yeah. want to touch that baby. You want to pinch his cheeks. Mm-hmm. You want to give it little kisses, you know, like there's yeah. something in this that's like really attractive yeah, to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's it's uh, it's primal, but yeah. I couldn't tell you. Or baby mm. animals. Yeah. They're so cute. Somebody did describe it once, but I can't remember the reference, but there is there is science around it. Yeah. And, uh, why, why we're, uh, again, why we find babies cute. Yeah, I, I can't remember. They did describe it, but I can't remember exactly what it. Did. But it's it's a it's a very primal thing that we. Is have. it just because it's something that's just so much smaller than us that we feel we need to protect it almost? That part I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but I know that you know you could be the in most cases, right? In general, you can be the biggest, burliest dude, and you know you put a baby in front of them, and they just Aww. you know what I mean it'll break them <laughs> down. You know, not not for everybody. Some yeah. guys. Some guys really try to stay away from babies, uh, but other times, like, you just can't get angry. You see a baby and it's hard to, to get mad. Hmm. But yeah, I was just, that's the only one that I could come to mind. Like, so, And it can be sexual, obviously. That's in its own category, but it doesn't always necessarily mean that it's, it's a sexual attraction. Right. Um, another one is emotional. And this is based on personality and inner characteristics. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about, um, like, friendships. Mm-hmm. Your emotionally connected to this person and it could not be physical at all. Maybe you don't find them attractive. And there's, there's nothing like that. You're just friends, but you're really attracted to. The, I get it. Robbie. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's your way of saying I'm not that handsome. I get it. Yes. Okay. Got it. Uh, what <laughs> their personality air quotes. Go ahead. That's terrible. They have a no. great personality. Yes, I've known a bunch of people that love their personality, but just not physically attracted. Yes, that's but great. Yeah. They said that like, have a beautiful soul. <laughs> such a nice person. No, but like I don't think that you can make a relationship work long term. Also, if you don't have this emotional part. If you're just physically attracted to them sexually and there's nothing else, you guys don't share any connection whatsoever, mm-hmm. unless it's transactional and that's the way your relationship is set up, how mm-hmm. could that be successful? Uh, yeah, I, I've never found it to be successful. It doesn't yeah. work for me. I've, people, I've been with women that I really found attractive, but just didn't have anything in common outside of that. Yeah. Like physically attractive and that's it. Does it take you a little while to like recognize that? Nope. I know pretty fast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I knew pretty fast. Like you feel it either. You, you feel a spark. Now, some of them were, were long-term, like we did date for a while yeah. and I try to, you know, as much as possible, you know, try to be more present and all that other so stuff. So you, right? were you at, at any point in that time trying to build an emotional connection? Or I you was, just, I was trying, but okay. I just couldn't, I just couldn't. So it's not like you didn't feel it at first and you're like, I'm out. You try to like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not really there yet, but sometimes it right. takes longer with people. Well, sometimes you know, they're you- attractive, so you're going to try harder. <laughs> I'm just saying like... Well, they're attracted to me anyways. Sometimes you meet somebody and you instantly click, like there's something. Yeah. yeah, And then sometimes you have to work. And I've had that before too, where they might not be conventionally good looking, but we just had a connection and it grows from there. Yeah. So then they become... So I've seen it the other way. I've never seen it the other way around. In other words, I've... The emotional part, you get connected and maybe they're not what you typically would go out with. But now all of a sudden you find yourself like really like... it, it. it enhances that bit of it, yeah. the fact that they're not conventionally good looking or what you would go for. But because you have so much in common, you just feel like you know them better anyways, the attraction builds. But the other way doesn't really work for me where um, it's a physical thing and then there's just no connection yeah. on the first or second date. I mean, we're getting along and right. we're cordial and all, but just no no connection. 
I can't make that build. Right. I can do the other one. I just can't. I can't. It's funny that you brought that up because I actually have that on my notes. It's called demi romantic. I didn't know the term for it, but it's basically that. It's when you don't have romantic feelings for a person until you build. Like it's it's yeah. like you may not be attracted to them, and then you start to talk to them, and you get really close, and then all of a sudden they become attracted to you. I didn't mm. know that there was a term for that. I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I knew it was a thing because, like, okay. For women, typically, looks is not 100%. Like, we want to be connected to you emotionally, right? So it's like, mm. you can go for a guy that you're mildly attracted to, yeah. but then let's say they're an amazing person. They're really funny. You guys click. You know, he's emotionally available. He's going to start to look a lot better to that woman okay. physically. Sure, sure. That's basically I, it. I think that that part there, though, really comes from what stage in life you're in. And I know that's... that's uh, um, you know, a future show that we're going to talk about. But if you're in a situation where at that moment you're just not looking, yeah. you know what I mean? You're just looking for a good time, so to speak, or right. uh, how, have I, how, about how I have seen it done on the dating apps is they say they're looking for something casual. It's like, okay, great. And everybody knows what that means. Do a lot of women put that on their website? I mean, on their- Some of them will, will put that and then they'll they'll add long-term as well, which is weird. So I don't know- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Based on what you look like, yeah. I may be looking for casual or long term. <laughs> Maybe long term, you know what I mean? But, but but when they're in the casual state, yeah, they're really more focusing more on, you know, I'm not looking to get into anything serious, so we really don't need to jive that. that that's how I interpret it, right? Yeah. When I've been in, in my, um, let's say, stages of dating and there's times when I'm just looking for something casual. Yeah. I would say for me, um, I, I and, and I, I know we're going off topic a little bit. Whenever I'm dating, uh, I don't know what to expect. So it could be long term. It could be yeah. casual. Like I'm open to both. Right. I'm not saying like, no, no, I'm this way or that way. Yeah. Uh, but some people are, some people will say, I'm just looking for something casual right now. Yeah. Maybe they're, you know, for me, maybe the woman, she's, you know, um, high powered position, has a lot on her plate, has kids and stuff, but you know, she's human too, right? So yeah. she's trying to do what she's got to do. Um, so I understand that. But if you're in that stage, it the, what you're talking about yeah. won't work. Unless, right. of course, they... It unless turns they're so amazing. Well, they're physical, right? And then yeah. it turns out that they actually click. Right. Then that's when it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know we can I mean? make this long term. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, the third one is romantic. And that's obviously wanting to be in a, relant- a romantic relationship with them. So yeah. if you're looking for... Long term, I guess, is what it says on the dating apps. That means you're looking for a romantic relationship. Yeah. Like, let's do this, baby. Let's <laughs> <It'd> be romantic. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that should be like your quote. Is there a way you could put like a like a quote? <laughs> let's be romantic. <laughs> in quotes. In the what? In the in your profile. In my profile. <laughs> I, I can try. Let's see if you get any hits with that quote on there. I'll try it. Let's be romantic <laughs> together. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Might um, be crazy enough to work. The fourth one is sexual. Mm. This is the desire to engage in sexual activities. But here's the other thing with that. This can also be for like when you have a crush on somebody and you're like fantasizing about that person. So it's not actually a sexual relationship. It's you are having these like sexual thoughts about Yeah, we're talking about else. attractiveness. Whether they're attracted to you is a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother ballpark, right? Do you think a lot of guys get fixated on that 
I think we had talked about that before. Like if they see a girl that maybe they think there's no chance in hell that I could get with her. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll just stay in that space where all it is is just a fantasy mm-hmm. and they just fixate on that for yes. too long? Yes, it does. That's sad. But, well, because it, it's such a, so unless the other person initiates it and then <sighs> that's when they're, that's when you'll find out pretty pretty fast. But imagine that you, you're you into somebody, right? Let's say sexually attracted to them. Mm. Um, but you have that fear that, you know, if you give your, take your shot, so to speak, uh-huh. you'll get rejected. You don't want that. Cause you want the fantasy still. Well, it's kind of, sort of, it does yeah, kind of ruin it Yeah, if you get rejected, wouldn't that but like. But it's rejection that you're really trying to avoid yeah. more than anything because now it's somebody that you really, really desire and they're telling you no thank you. So, so they won't do anything. But if they find out that that person starts to drop hints, that's when things get interesting. Mm. Or let's just say they write out, ask you out on a date. Then you're just like, it's a whole, I've had that before. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness. This it's is- like a subtle way of be like, oh, um, you know, what's your, what's your Facebook account or something? Like they try to connect with you. Kind of, like, sort of, yeah. Like, oh, I mean, sometimes they're subtle and sometimes they just might ask you out on a date. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, you want to have dinner with me or something like Women that. Women ask you that? I mean, it's happened before. It doesn't happen a lot, but yeah. Yeah, it's happened before. Yeah. 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 So women, yeah, women invite me out to eat. Why is that bad? No, no. It's just, I'm just cute. I don't know. I'm just picturing like a woman walking up to you like, hey, well, you, know, you want a date? Uh, no, it's, I mean, uh, that part, I mean, not 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 that bold, but um, yeah. a lot of women, uh, I date women my age and they don't really want to wait around too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. It's like, hey, look, you know, we're we're getting up there. You know what I mean? Let's let's interact with one another. Let's yeah. have a date. See if it works. If it doesn't, so those are the people you meet on the dating app where they're like, let's just meet. Forget this whole texting back and forth. Let's just meet to see if right. there's anything there. That's what I'm saying. So like, yeah. yeah. So some you're gonna if it's casual again, you might stick to the to to the sexually attractive. But the the demi part would come in in the fact that okay, now I'm looking for something long term. So yeah, I know women tend to read the profiles a lot more. But they're going to look at that and say, okay, this is somebody that I usually do not date based on looks. Yeah. But based on their profile, you know, he doesn't look like a, like a mass murderer or anything like that. <laughs> well, sometimes you <laughs> a can't serial tell. killer, right? You can't, you can't. But let's just, you know, he doesn't look that bad. It's yeah. like he's, you know, he's, he's got his life together. Let me give him a shot. Yeah. And by that time, you know, again, you can let. Because it's really more the emotional that you're looking for. Yeah. So let's start it out. I mean, again, if you're physically attracted, that's great. But, but you know, if you're looking for something a little long, that, that that's going to last a little longer, that might be way. Yeah. Go. The fifth one is aesthetic. And this is believing is something is beautiful and visually appealing, but there's no desire for a relationship. So this one made me think of you and I, because you and I are not attracted to the conventional, good looking like yeah. people. So it's like, but we can appreciate it. It's like, okay, this girl or this guy, like I can appreciate they are conventionally attractive, but right. it's not something that you and I would go for. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that <laughs> yeah, I, I, I uh, for, for me, I would say I like, um, I like unique faces, yeah. if that makes any sense, right? I think um, in all reality, the really, really good looking people, the the again the symmetrical and all that. They're like Ken dolls or something. They're well, they're rare. They're yeah. rare, right? Um it's very it's it's hard to find somebody like uh 
trying to think like a Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Or or Brad Pitt or a Tom Cruise or something. I'm naming dudes off, but like uh-huh. for for the women, for instance, like a Sandra Bullock, who's uh-huh. extremely beautiful, a Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, they just don't walk around every day. Right. <laughs> it's a small group. So if you look at it, they're really the minority. Yeah. The majority of everybody else has different features to them. But you and I have talked about this before when we've watched Love is Blind. Like there'll be guys on there and... I would tell you, like, I don't find him attractive. And you're like, oh, no, he's a conventionally attractive man. Like, girls like that. And to me, I'm like, I don't see anything attractive about that. Just because you have blonde hair, blue eyes, and you're ripped doesn't mean that I'm going to be attracted to you. I get it. Yeah, you don't like what the mass is like. (laughs) To your point earlier, yes. But I mean, we see those people. I do it too. I'm not saying there's a lot of them. I'm just saying love is blind is is just an example of that. Like, here's these conventionally attractive men and women. But personally... There's not a lot of that conventional stuff that I like. Yeah. I, I, I will say this much. For me, we watch that. And every time I watch it, and maybe this is just me as, I, as I'm getting older now, whenever I see somebody on that show, female, the sweeter that she is, mm-hmm. the more attractive I become towards her. Yeah. Because the personality, because like an ugly soul is mm. hard. It's hard to get around that. Then why uh, the guys always go for the ugly soul women? Because though? they just happen to be conventionally pretty. <laughs> yeah. And when they're conventionally pretty, it's like it's hard not to, you want to like them. And it's yeah. like what's weird about it is the more you're exposed to them, the less and less you like them, which to me kind of makes sense, right? Because I think to myself, I'm not a conventionally good looking dude. <laughs> I, have, I don't have a lot of, you know, remarkable traits. So like I'm put that out there right now. <laughs> You're so but, hard on yourself. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. So, 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 uh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> so, but, but and, you know, obviously, um, I do okay, but, uh, but for somebody that's conventionally beautiful and then they're single, you think to yourself, well, how can that be? Mm. You must have your laundry list of suitors. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, um, that maybe they just found bad people. I don't know. Yeah. But there is a possibility that maybe that person is just not a nice person too. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they're not single. <laughs> it's a mystery to me. I just scratch my head. I'm just like, you know, you, somebody should be dying to be with you, right? Look how, but again, when you get down to like an ugly soul, yeah, that's not attractive. I mean, well, maybe they're just too picky. Oh, or it could be that. It could be, it could be a variety of things, right? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. I think there's, there's, there's good looking people that know they're good looking and then yeah. there's good looking people that still have a get up of some sort and <laughs> keep on thinking that they're not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's good looking people that don't know that they're good looking to other people. Yeah, I think we set our own expectations on what we wish that we look like. But I mean, at the end of the day, obviously there's people that find you attractive. So it's like, you know, it's not true. You may look yeah. in the mirror and say like, I'm so unattractive. Why would anyone? But it's like, it's just your mind playing that game. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You can get in your mind really, really. Yeah. yeah. You can you can talk yourself out of. To your point, the question earlier, like, would that person ever cross that yeah. boundary and and like go after it, go for that shot for that person that they're sexually attractive? It's like most most of the time they're not. Yeah. Because they have their own get up on it. Yeah. They're, they'll think I'm going to get rejected because I'm not. I think they're so good looking. There's no way they're going to find me. As attractive. Oh, I've definitely said that in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like sense. someone interested in me and I'm like, why would you be interested in me? Uh, like you're <laughs> I, I had that before too. And it 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 it, it was it was weird. It yeah. was weird. Because again, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does happen where I was like really, really into them, it was like on the first date, and I just thought, nah, they're just way too good looking for me. Like I'm gonna have my date and yeah. have fun and you know, leave. 
But no, it it, it turned into something else. Nice. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the last one is but the personality didn't work out. So yeah. it, but that was the problem with, unfortunately, with sexual attraction. It's like you have that, and then you're like, oh, but yeah. they're bad people. Um, the last one is intellectual, and this is liking or being attracted to someone based on their thoughts mm. or um, their intellect. I love a big brain. I find this almost, <laughs> honestly, this is like the most appealing to me. Obviously, if I really yeah. want to listen to what you have to say, and like that's enjoyable for me. Yeah. There's nothing better than that. That big old brain. <laughs> that sexy brain. I've always gone for the nerdy girls. It's not about being nerdy to me. It's just more of like, you don't have to be a nerd just to know things or to have a strong <laughs> opinion. No. It's kind of a nerd, right? No. Being a nerd, no. What's I mean, a nerd aside to from you? being like a doctor or something like that, no. Well, what of is a nerd to a, you? Um, a nerd to me is just somebody that does know a lot of different things. They're They're... Back when I was growing up, nerds meant that they were educated. <laughs> as okay. weirdly as that might sound, right? Because that's what those were the guys that studied. They had the pencil protectors. It made sense. It wasn't cool, but that was logical. That's uh-huh. a logical thing to have a pocket protector for your pens. I've had one and you've given me crap about it. And I I'm like, but, blocked out that memory. But yeah, but it was like, because if you have one, yeah. again, it's nerdy. Because you're like, dude, that's a nerd, but it's a very logical and very smart thing to do because if it leaks, it's going to ruin your shirt. Why would you do I'm that? I'm thinking about, no offense, but when I think of nerd, I think of like people who are like into like, I don't want to say it, but like Dungeon Dragons. You're talking about like, a geek. Okay. <laughs> That's different. Okay. You're talking about a geek. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so nerd is cool. Geek is not. No, nerd is educated. Okay. It's smart, right? And Very logical. And geeky is the ones that are into the the fantasy and stuff like that. Like, okay. You know what I mean? They geek out. Let's just put it this way before I get it, before I offend <laughs> anybody. But they geek out about things. You know what I mean? And okay. there's nothing wrong with that. Right? That's so why can you, you say geek, geek out about out. something that's not geeky? Yeah. Like, like let's say you're going to a Taylor Swift concert and you're all geeky about it. Like, ah, like you know everything about Taylor uh-huh. Swift. Like, you're immersed. You know, all her songs. You can, okay, you can so that's sing a along. Geek. Yes. That's okay. a geek. Yeah. Or, you know, and they, it could be like fantasy or they might okay. like doing, you know, what whatever they get into. Yeah. But it's something that they're entrenched in a certain, let's say, subculture, if you will. Okay. Of something. It could be Legos. Let's say she, she loves Legos and she puts like, she doesn't necessarily need to be a brain scientist, right? But yeah. but she loves them and she's like, she geeks out. She goes to the conventions. She dresses up. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that's what it I just meant more is. of like a nerd. I don't know. When I say that like intellect doesn't mean you have to go to school. It doesn't mean you have to read, have read a lot of books. It's just like you know things about based on your experiences or maybe based on things you did study or just observing people and to have yeah. those kind of intellectual conversations with someone. Yeah. Nerds are not a, a bad thing. Just FYI. Like that's what I'm saying. But I, you know, I, I, I love you know, women that are educated. Well, can't we just say educated? Why do we have to use the word nerd? Maybe that's throwing me off. Because <laughs> the, the, the nerdy part is, again, uh, it's also like they're very logical too. That's another kind of thing. They're not... They're not cool. I'll put it to you this way. They're I'll, not cool? Well, it's 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 not cool exactly. you called me logical from yes. many times. And I'll, I'll give so you an example. I'll give you, you're not a nerd in general, but I will say like one of the nerdy things that you do is, and it, it's not a bad thing, mind you. It's a good thing. Okay. But I remember you got me coffee and then like whenever I get coffee, I pour the coffee and then I pour the creamer and then I stir it. Uh-huh. And you said, don't do that. <laughs> Get the creamer, put it inside the coffee, or put it inside the cup first, and then pour the pour the coffee over it, and it'll it mix it, it yeah, by itself, and you don't have to ruin 
a, a, spoon. a spoon. That's nerd. Okay. You're being a nerd. <laughs> You're being, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing as a pocket protector. It's like, yes, it doesn't look cool, but I'm going to have it anyways. <laughs> but it makes sense to have it. It's logical. And I, I, I still do it to this day when I forget. I think about you, but like... You're just washing a spoon. That's all you're doing. <laughs> so you're being a nerd about that. Okay. So, yeah. But they just apply it to everything. So to be them. But they grew up to be very successful people, right? <laughs> you me know? excluded from that? No, no. I mean, you're, you're a successful person too. But that's what I'm saying. That's what attracts me to them is that, you know, they, they have a, a big knowledge base about things. Yeah. And they know stuff and, you know, yeah. So out of these six, are you going with the intellectual one as your number one? Um, it's up at the top of the list for yeah, sure. Yeah, that or emotional is is up there with me. Yeah, yeah, because the 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 emotional we have to click for yeah. sure. Um, but the emotional, the nice thing about being a guy is that a lot of women can kind of tap into the emotional side. Mm. So that's not a very big for me. It's mostly so it's easier for men, but not easy for women in that regard because it's harder for a guy to be emotionally available to me. As opposed as a woman being emotionally available to you. Correct, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But even the emotional part, for me, it's the chemistry, and I don't know which one that falls under... Uh, under the, mm. it might be the demi thing, maybe. No, that wasn't that wasn't a tri- that was just a side note, oh, a term okay. that I learned oh, when okay. I was researching <laughs> that I didn't know. Yeah, so typically for guys, just because again the dating world and for women too, right? Mm. We're looking mostly at the picture. Yeah, like I read the profiles. I enjoy reading the profiles. It's always certain category of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the stuff gets said over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, and so sometimes... You're like, I've already watched this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you see a trend after a certain amount of time yeah. or whatever, but I, I like reading them, but really you don't have a lot to go off of. And if they don't add anything to their profile, because they do that a lot too, yeah. then you don't know anything about them. So all you have is a picture. So then you swipe. Oh, so some people don't put like, here's what I like. Mm-mm. Huh. Mm-mm. They put minimal, minimal information. Not sure mm-hmm. why they do that, but that's just what they do. I'm assuming guys do it too, but I don't. I don't. I don't look at dudes' profiles. So mm. I have no idea. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, but the attractiveness is really where it starts out, and then uh, hopefully it'll turn into something else. I mean, quite honestly, for a guy, there has to be some form of physical attraction. Yeah, it has to. It has to for a woman too, by the way, but I'm just saying yeah. there has to be something, even if it's a small amount, it has to be like something. Yes. Just something where like yeah. you can, I can, okay, I can kind of see, you know, being with you or whatever. There has to be in there because yeah. if you're just, at least for a guy, if you look at a picture and you just, you're like, no, there's no way on earth that I could do this. Like mm. I can't be with this. And again, there's nothing wrong with them, but it's just, I can't, yeah. as much as I want to be attracted to them, I, I just can't. Like, and it's just not going to work out. Mm, Swipe. I know. There's something else that I learned in my research. There's something called the halo effect. And what this is, is a cognitive bias in which your overall impression of somebody is based on their physical appearance. So it made me think of, you touched on it just a second ago, but like serial killers or criminals in general. Mm -hmm. If you're really good looking, people, for some reason, we just tend to trust those people Mm -hmm. or think that they're good people just Mm -hmm. based on that. Mm-hmm. That's called the halo effect. I just thought that was interesting. Does charisma fall into that category too? Uh, n- no, this was just more of your overall. Because I thought about too, like when you get a job, and this is sad, but it's true. It 
if you're better looking and you have the same qualifications or even if you a little bit less than someone else, you may get hired just based on how you look. But that's what I'm saying. But is it so we're we're that one right there is strictly under the physical part of it, not the character. Because that's what I'm saying. Right. It's just when you see somebody. Okay. So if I see this person and let's say he's really attractive, let's say that my mind is telling me, oh, you can go down this alley this with this person. He's not going to attack you because right. look how good looking he is. But it's just the physical part Exactly. Of it. Okay. Okay. Or if you see someone in a job interview that like you may look at them and be like, let's say they're a little bit heavier. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they're lazy. Yeah. But in your mind, sometimes you may go to that like, oh, well, they're a little bit heavier. That means that they don't work as hard. That's not true. Just because right, you're right. good looking doesn't mean you no, work well, harder. When you were talking about the serial killer, I don't know why my mind went to Jeffrey Dahmer because he did look very unassuming. Yeah. I mean, now we look at him and we know that's the face of horror, but yeah. go back, you know, before he got caught. And if you were to put that picture of his face up, you wouldn't think much of him. You'd be like, yeah, yeah he's... Yeah. Or like Ted Bundy. I mean, you said he's conventionally attractive. I disagree. But women thought he was conventionally attractive and they're like, oh, this guy can't be dangerous. And even when they, this isn't a murder podcast, but even when they found all the information, they're like, it's it can't be him. Yeah. It can't be. Yeah. Look how good he looks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it means nothing. You know where I see this and, you know, I, we're probably going down a dark, dark path. <laughs> but yeah, so you see that with um, when a teacher gets in trouble for mm. for or sleeping with a student, right, uh-huh. a teenage student. And when it's a male that does it with the with the, with the young lady, uh-huh. like whatever picture comes up, you immediately go to like they're disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's a if it's a female teacher uh-huh. and she's young and pretty, uh-huh. you're like, hmm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe she got uh, manipulated, right? And just like, no, because she's the adult. So obviously, you know what I mean? But yeah. but it, it is a different when you look at them, sometimes you're just kind of like, no, that can't be because you typically associate that sort of behavior with men and, you know, whatever, whatever they look like and you just don't associate it. So it's the halo effect, but just for everybody. Do you think that some of that though is because our mind immediately thinks that a man, regardless of what he looks like, a man can control a young girl's mind easily more so than the other way around? Do you think it's part of that too? Of like, oh, well, he's a man. He's manipulating her. Right. Well, I mean, they're all adults. So of course they're going to manipulate the kids. So that's right. that's across the board. Yeah. It's it's what you're talking about because we're looking at solely looks. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you would be more inclined to go down a dark alley with somebody that, you know, is conventionally good looking. We think of conventionally good looking women like, no, they couldn't have done that. Because you see. think to yourself, they can get any guy that they want. Yeah. So what happened there? That's where your mind goes to. Yeah. But it's a bias yeah. for sure because it's like, no, she's an adult. She's a predator. So the same the- as that mugshot from that guy with the mustache. Uh, she's a predator just like him. Yeah. There is no difference between What the do you two. think people would feel if it came out and it was a woman teacher, but she was unattractive? Do you think that they would? Probably. But that's what you're talking about. It's the halo effect. Yeah. It's it's certain people that you would what anybody I think that the norms are changing, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, we've had this discussion about, you know, when I was a kid, you looked at television and television didn't have faces like mine. They didn't have people of color in general. Mm-hmm. Everybody was Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So that's why when you and I speak and I'm saying, Yeah, blue eyes and, you know, blonde hair and six foot tall. That's what I was raised mm. watching. So that's what I thought was conventionally. I didn't, you didn't see faces like me. Now it's different because they, there's a lot more diversity on television and, yeah. and you see it and it's like people that you didn't think now they're... 
Why do you think that was? Because if you were attracted to a certain trait that hasn't changed over time, we were still attracted to other people back then too. Why do you think it was like that? Um, because again, they, they wanted to make it palatable mm-hmm. for, for, for the masses. Somebody decided this is what conventional beauty looks mm-hmm. like. And once they decided that, that was it. All bets were off. But it, I think this is the weird part about it. It's, it's also the fact that again, like I was saying, conventionally good looking people are not everywhere. I mean, they are, but yeah. it's a small, if you get a hundred dudes, right? I would say that you especially are probably going to be only uh, uh, attracted to a small minority of them. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if half of them you think are okay, the other half, no, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or like 25% of them, no, thank you. And then it dwindles down and maybe like there's 5% of dudes where like, yes, this is, this is somebody that I think is, conven- in my opinion, is, is conventionally good looking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. But if you do that to a whole bunch of people, yeah. it still narrows it down to that small bit of, mm-hmm. of people. And those are the ones that they're going to select to be on the commercials, to be on TV shows and this, that, and the other. What we know now, that's what I'm saying, what I like about the diversity in, in television now, is now you're seeing more people that, that didn't look like that. You know, like the, I know you, all these references that I'm pointing out, I know you're not going to get it, but the new Spider-Man, um, uh, Spider-Man has a friend. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's Asian. Uh, he has somewhat of a bowl cut. Um, he's a little overweight. Mm-hmm. And my point being is that he's just not somebody that you would associate with a blockbuster. You know what I mean? Mm. Like there was always another, you know, good looking kid. I mean, and he's killing and he's crushing it because it turns yeah. out people, the executives were wrong. It's like they did. He's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing very well for himself, I'm sure. Yeah. But again, you're seeing more diversity. And yeah, that's that's a good thing. It's mm-hmm. highlighting the the unique features that, that the different, you know, ethnicities and races have. Yeah. It's not just Caucasian, although Caucasians are good looking too, but obviously it runs a spectrum, right? You, yeah. In every race, there's uh, people that are just extraordinarily good looking. I wonder what our thoughts would be if back when like TV started, if they just had everybody on there. I wonder how that would have changed the way we look at conventional I think, beauty. I think sometimes it, it influences. It most certainly did it for me. So I'm hopeful that as they keep on promoting diversity, yeah. as we evolve as a society, <laughs> we'll start thinking that, yeah. yeah, like don't discard these guys. Yeah. Um, you know, what's funny when you say that, because I'm, I don't know if you can tell this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm Mexican. You are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Latino, right? Hispanic, whatever, right? Um, and what's interesting is that when the, the the females that I've dated, the mm-hmm. women that I've dated, um, they don't go for white guys. You know, they don't go for Caucasian dudes. They and, say that, yeah. Like, and then sometimes they'll even show me on their on their like if they have their dating profiles and stuff. Like, look, look at this dude. Look at this dude. And it's like they're guys that I th- and I, even I tell them like, yeah, that's a good looking dude. And they're like, no, they're not. But they're attracted to. Yeah. To people like me. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I can't, it, it, it's weird to me. That's what it throws me off. We were just tired of the Ken doll look. We're like, I, we're over it. I, I <laughs> guess, I guess, you know, like, yeah, I'm all over the place with my facial features. <laughs> Maybe they want something different. That's what I'm saying. It's that cute, ugly, I guess. I don't know. No, that's, that can, don't say that. That's something I can equate it to because, um, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to mm. me. Well, there is some obvious differences between men and women when it comes to things that we're attracted to. So I kind of gathered... Um, a little bit of what each is attracted to. So women say some of their top things they look for is age, 
education, intelligence, income, trust, and emotional. So like those are some of the top things that were, why is that? Let's, can we go down that list again? Age? Age. Yeah. I'm not going to try to date a 21-year-old. So. Why not? Oh, a 21-year-old. <laughs> They're babies. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, but I'm just saying, okay. I'm not looking for a 21-year-old yeah. dude. I would say that I guess, and maybe I'm wrong in this assessment. I don't know. But for women, they might. Want an older guy? I don't know if they want an older guy or if they want. Well, it doesn't say like looking age. for younger, older. It's just like here's just a criteria. Just whatever it is, maybe not age appropriate. I don't know. Well, like that's maybe what I'm saying, that's because what age is a thing, right? So for me, that is one of the first things that I look for. Are they right. age appropriate? Because you're right. I'm not going to date a 20 year old. Right. I, it's I just a different a, thing. It's just something like when they ask women, like, what are some of the things that are important to you yeah. or a criteria, so to speak? Age. Okay. It's like okay. Me personally, I'm not looking for a 21 year old or a 89 year old. That's just you. not yeah. like. I mean, you got to have your standards. I'm, I'm sure. Like, for like, sure, I get it. So, what was the other ones again? Um, emotional, intelligence. That was the last one, wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. Oh, educational. Sorry, educational, intelligent. It, we don't have to go through that. I'm just saying, like, here's some no, things just like we're looking just for. Like this is, and this was men or women or both. This or? was women. Okay. This is what women say. Okay. Educational. I, I need to know this information. Educational. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Intelligence, be income, okay. trust, and emotional. They got to be educated and smart. <laughs> they got to have feelings. You're building your case here. <laughs> you got to have feelings. <laughs> you got to make a little paper. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, that makes sense. I mean, again, I don't know. It, it depends on what stage in your life you are. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because I would, because I'm, I'm assuming it's not in any particular order. No, it's just a general thing. Like, but I don't know. I'm not saying every woman is like this, but when I was 21, I was still looking for someone who was emotionally available. Mm. That doesn't change in my lifetime of what I'm looking what for. Is that, what does that mean exactly, though? Like, what does that exactly Maybe mean? Maybe it's minus a lot of the machismo or something. You know what I mean? Like, I can sit down and have a conversation with you and you're emotionally available to me. You're telling me your feelings were having these types of discussions. You're opening up to me emotionally. So is it me opening up, or let me rephrase that, is it more the man opening up to you or you being able to open up to them or both? It depends on whatever. I don't like to share too much at the beginning of the relationship, so it just depends on the woman. Yeah, because I don't like to share a lot either. Not because, well, let me rephrase it. It's not that I don't like to share. I just don't have a lot to share. Yeah. I mean, I can... I've, I've, I've I've had then my tragedies just instance, like everybody else. It would but I've be dealt with them you guys it. sitting on the couch and she's talking about her feelings with her family or whatever. Mm. And you're being there for her. You're being supportive. Mm. You're like, oh, I know. I, I can understand how that feels. You know, you're just being empathetic, whatever, with her. It's just yeah. you're being emotionally available. I'm not saying you have to sit down and throw out, like, no, here's all I my think, life tragedy. Yeah, I think, but but the reason why I bring that up is because I've been, I've been called out on that, right? Where, you know, I'm more than happy to sit down and listen and have a good conversation about whatever it is that you want to talk about. But then they'll ask me how I'm feeling and it's like sometimes... But that's what women want. No, that's I get that. Saying. I get that. But that's what I'm saying. But as as a guy, I might not be feeling any which way or anything. Like I'm... I'm let's just put it this way. I'm at peace. So there's really nothing for me. Whatever. Then maybe at that time you express why you're at peace, why you're happy in the relationship, whatever the conversation, let's say you're talking about your relationship. Yeah. If you say like, I don't really have anything to say because I'm at peace, maybe you can go in to be like, here's all the things that I love about being with you. This is what makes me feel good. These are the things that I enjoy. So words of affirmation, are you saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> these pesky words of affirmation. Yeah. But that's a word for, that's, again, that's, that's so hard. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's sometimes when I'm just like, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm just good. Like there's nothing, I'm not emotional about anything. Like I'm here if you want to talk, but because you don't share really something that that you, you don't even know what to share exactly. Yeah. They they label you as like, well, you're emotionally disconnected or something. It's like I'm not. I I'm I'm good, right where I'm at. Like, you know what I mean? And that's that's the that's why I was asking like what does emotionally available mean to 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 anybody, right? Because for me it's it's the opposite, right? It's well, it's the same thing. But there's a thing that guys do sometimes and I guess women do too, where clearly they're dealing with something. Now Let's say I'm with, I'm with, uh, I have a girlfriend and I can clearly see that something's going on, right? She's upset about something, but maybe she doesn't want to ruin the evening, whatever. So I ask her, Hey, is everything okay? Yes, I'm fine. Okay. So at that moment, she's not being emotionally available. But again, let's say we have to be at a party in five minutes, right? We're already running late. You know what I'm saying? Like it just I means different. I think you're being different. too specific. Well, it's just talking about a very general yeah. In the relationship, not every scenario, not yeah. every single moment. It's just, yeah. it could be anything. If you're having a problem with your dad and you guys are clearly fighting of some sort and you and I have been in a relationship and I say, babe, how are you feeling about your father? And let's say you open up to me like, this is why I'm frustrated with my dad and blah, blah, blah. You're mm. giving me that emotion. I'm there. I can be there for you because you are opening up emotionally to me. It doesn't have to be about our yeah. relationship. It doesn't have to be every single time we meet up. It's but I would, just I would just say, and, and, and that's fine, right? But that's what I'm saying. As a guy, you learn not to force it out of a woman either. Even if you don't in that scenario, you don't have any place to go. Yeah. But if she doesn't want to talk about it, I can't continue egging her on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had that done to me. Like, yes, I might be dealing with something. And I might say, hey, I'm dealing with something, but... I don't want to share right now and like I, I need to process that. I really don't want to talk about it. Then I get accused of being un- emotionally unavailable and I think that's an unfair because I can't, again, if you're going through something and I'm like, hey, you know, I want to talk about it and you're like, I don't want to talk about it right now. It's like, I really think you should talk about it because I think it's really, and you're like, but I really don't want to do it. I said, you know, I'm right here. Let's, why don't we just air it out right now? After a while, we're going to get into a fight and anybody in their right mind would say, Jose, just back off. But I, it, let's say I do back off. I'm not going to say, well, she's just emotionally unavailable all the time. It's like, no, you're, you're going through something. You're processing. And that's why it's, it's very difficult. You don't always want to share things with people. If you're the type of person that you need to kind of talk it out a little bit or, or you know, think it out or whatever your process is. If the process includes you being by yourself and working it out on your own in your own thoughts, then you should respect that person. But that doesn't mean they're emotionally unavailable. That just means that that's part of their process. I don't know. Uh, um, Maybe I'm going on too far on that. Yeah. And then for men, the only thing that they were looking for was attractiveness and their physical build. That's all it said. Yeah. Was this done in the 80s or what? (laughs) No, I don't think it's changed since then. It really has. It really has. Uh, But I, I think there is a difference the way people, I'm not even going to say male and females, I think there are people that deal with things differently. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they're emotionally unavailable. It just means that they work through it different. I, I don't know why we, we've we put it into a cookie cutter that says that we have to talk about it. I, I just don't understand. I'm not saying that it's not a good thing. 
I'm just saying it's almost like you're almost forced to talk about it. And if you don't do it that way, because you can express it other ways. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not making sense. I just, I just think that that's not, because there's more to men. The, the criteria for men is more than that. It's not just the physical build. Um, this is just a fun fact. I looked up the most uh, attractive state based on some criteria because I thought it was just kind of fun to like yeah. see. So they're basing this off of looks, income, obesity, physical activity, and STDs. Mm. So every state is ranked. I'm going to tell you number one is New Jersey, okay. which I was kind of surprised. I thought it would be like California. You know what I mean? Because they're really oh. active and then you have lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's New Jersey. I, I would have thought the same thing too. That, that's the top one? Yeah, that's the number one right. based on that criteria. Where do you think Texas land? Just Oh, it's, well, I don't know. It's, it, we have a, a lot of out. I don't know. Uh, 14th? We were 29. Oh, <laughs> oh poor Texas. Poor Texas. And then the last one, this is 50th. Oh, it's so sad. It's Mississippi. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mississippi. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, poor Mississippi. I don't know. Um, also, too, how attractiveness has changed over time. So I was thinking about, you know, and we've all researched this kind of stuff back in like 1600s and stuff. Mm-hmm. They said that like the bigger you were meant you had more money, right? Because mm-hmm. you weren't like uh, doing any kind of labor, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it was bigger and pale. So you didn't have to be outside. And so when they see a bigger pale guy, they're like, oh, he must be wealthy or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's what they thought was attractive because I guess back then you couldn't say you were attracted to someone who worked outside, I don't know. I guess that was frowned upon, or maybe oh, it's just I'd be a killing social. It back in the day, then I guess I just, <laughs> like, like a social class of people. I think you know. What I mean, back then, like if you were super rich, you couldn't be with someone who was really poor. Like that wasn't. I get it, but I'd, I'd want to go because then the, my logical brain's been turned on, and it's hard for me to turn it off because it was attractive not because of those features. It was attractive because what it said, right? But that's different. It's right. not a physical attraction, although it just happened to be that way because yeah. of the other things, yeah. which doesn't make any sense because it's it's different. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> so they weird. didn't find that attractive per se. It just said something about them that they were wealthy, they had money, they had security. You would have a good life if you were hooking up with the yeah. overweight pale dude. When I looked at from like, like a <laughs> timeline like it, from like think. the 1600s all the way till now, it's interesting because it fluctuated like heavier... Um, to it, the main category was weight. Mm. So it's like back then, if you were really big, that was considered beautiful. And it's fluctuated over the hundreds of years, gone up, down, up, down, up, down. We're now back in the upswing of a larger woman is considered more attractive. Mm. But even, I mean, think about like the nineties, like you remember what that was like. It was like, if you weren't a stick, then you weren't attractive to people. That's the way it was. Again, that was the, that was the. That was a brainwashing thing. <laughs> no, 100%. I agree with you, but that's what we thought. And now we're back up to, and it's going to go down again. Because like I said, all throughout history, it's gone up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah. So there is going to be a time again in the future where you're going to be ridiculed, I think, for not being a certain size, which isn't cool. But I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, again, I think it, it's more, you look at, I go to the museums mm-hmm. a lot and you look at the, the carvings and the things when they portray women, they're usually heavier set. Yeah. And so that was 
for that time again, period. For that time period. But mm-hmm. again, I don't know if it was, if they were attractive for survival reasons, maybe. They just thought that they were, you know, being, you know, heavier with, uh, translated into healthier. I don't know. Or maybe back to that um, fertility thing. You know what I mean? It's like you see a little Could bit be. larger. Because now that you said that, I do think of like paintings and stuff. It's always um, like a full figured woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you very mm. rarely see somebody yeah. that's stick thin. Yeah, in those, but it could be based on the time period too, because, like I said, if it's fluctuated like that, if it's a time period where being really thin was more attractive, I don't know. Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't tell you, man. I, I like a little meat on the bones. There's nothing wrong with me that, too. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, honestly, you know, like, and don't get me wrong, I've been with with uh, very thin women too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed that <laughs> quite as much, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it. it I don't know. Um, I've been with all kinds. <laughs> and obviously I was attracted to all of them. Yeah. And they weren't all the same size, height yeah. or, you know, hair color or skin tone, whatever. I think some people different. are still maybe too fixated on like the weight part. Because like you said, I mean, if you're looking at like not only their personality, but their facial features, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, but I've heard men, I'm not saying women do this. I mean, they do, but I've heard men say like, oh, if she's not like this size, I won't even bother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's like, do it, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. So it's like you, you have this fixation on weight when that really means nothing. That may be a preference, but like to exclude everyone else that doesn't fall under this very strict category seems strange. Yeah. I mean, you know, without getting too into the weeds, so to speak. Um, sometimes it can be logistically difficult for different body types. I understand. I'm just saying <laughs> like, just that maybe more of like, um, I'm not saying like if you're size, if like, let's say you look for a woman, you're like, okay, I look for a woman who's a size two to a size 10. That's a large scale. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if you're like, I only want a woman who's size two and nothing else don't even bother then what you just said, which I yeah. get what you're saying logistically, but like. If you're size four, what does that mean? I can tell you right now, like for me, if you were to line up, you know, all my girlfriends and people that I've dated, you really wouldn't see a pattern. There's not a a weird mugshot. I I mean, it'd be a weird just lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because they, they, they run the spectrum. What a horrible thought. I'm just thinking. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just picturing like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a terrible. (laughs) I mean, obviously we want to do it separately. We don't want to bring them in all at one time. But if, if I were to do that and just picture in my mind and put them in a row, it'd be a really diverse group. Yeah. But some people, maybe not so much. Maybe some people, all of their exes look the same. Right. Right. And I, and I would say to those people sometimes, and if they found somebody that fits that mold, then good for you. But if they haven't, then you might want to switch up your criteria because maybe there's a, I will say this much, there is a difference um, sometimes in what you think you want versus what you really end up with or what you find out later yeah. on, like, hey, I really did like this. It, it could grow. Again, sometimes you start to get to know them and, and it grows. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, that person, you know, the most beautiful person that you've ever seen. It's exactly. Like, I want to be with them. Like, it doesn't matter. Like that's that's my person. that happens a lot with women. Like I said, we we like we looking for these other things like they listed. You know, it's like if you have all these things, and again, you make us feel good, you make us laugh, you make us feel safe. That's going to elevate your overall like physical attraction for us. I mean, my whole thing with the whole physical thing, and this is the part that always gets to me, is that 
it's something that we as, uh, as all of us had nothing to do with it's completely random it's completely luck I mean, what your what your physical body is yeah you have no control over none whatsoever like <laughs> none and so it's just funny that those are that's why i think it's more genetic than anything because it logically it doesn't make sense yeah if we were living in a time where you know, let's say, you know, we we're always at war and it was hand to hand or swords or whatever. Yeah, I can see you want to get with a, with a you know, more muscular type or even a smarter, right? Because being a warrior, you don't need to necessarily be big, but you do need to know how to fight. Right. Brains helps. Um, but in this day and age, it really doesn't matter. And even again, even with the fertility thing, modern science has really come a long way. So you can't say that, you know, somebody with a little more weight is going to be more fertile than... We right. know that that's false, right? We, right. It has nothing to do with that, right? right. Uh, but I don't know. That's why I think it's genetic because once you get to know a person, I think if you're attracted to them physically and if it's a genetic thing, but because we've evolved and we need emotions and personality and chemistry, let's say, mm-hmm. I think that's where we run into that. I think that's where we bump up, unfortunately, and it's not quite working out. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like we talked about earlier, like your preferences can change over your lifetime. So whatever you're looking for, and I'm just talking strictly like being attractive or attractive traits when you're 20. I mean, it could be the same when you're 60. It could be, but I think it evolves over time or it could go backwards. Let's say that you, you know, were young, you married young and you were basing it more on looks, let's say, because you're mm-hmm. young and then you get divorced and then, you know, you're like, okay, that didn't work out. Now I'm going to look for someone who's like, treats me really well. Right. Mm-hmm. And you go through that whole phase. It can go back later in life to like, you know what? I just want a hot young guy. Like It could be that. I mean, that's why you see sometimes, um, it doesn't happen a lot, obviously, but a woman gets married or let's say she's young and mm-hmm. she's physically, sexually attracted to this guy. They end up getting pregnant. Let's say they get married or don't get married. It doesn't matter, but it yeah. doesn't work out yeah. for one reason or the other. Let's say they have two or three kids, like whatever. And then later on, her criteria changes because it's like, yeah, I, you know, I'm usually with the attractive dude, but now she's looking for something more substantial. They get to know the personality. She's going to end up with somebody that she clicks with and has chemistry with, maybe not somebody that she would ordinarily go for, but yeah. it, it got trumped. But the... But the weird logical thing about that is she's already had the babies. So yeah. genetic plays it, it played its part. Yeah. Genetic said this person is the physical traits of what we're looking for. So, you know, you have babies with him, mm-hmm. but you end up with this other guy. <laughs> and it's bad for the other guy sometimes because he ends up being a stepfather and, and, and he's a good guy, like he doesn't mind. But at the same time, he won't have children of his own. So he's raising, you know... Somebody Would you else's say that's kids. a case for a lot of people who have been divorced again and back out there? Sometimes, yeah. Because yeah. because the older people, as as you get older and you get smarter, you realize that physical physical or, or physical traits mm-hmm. are it in the long term really doesn't matter that yeah. much. I mean, honestly, it just doesn't. You think it's hard for us to understand that though in our young person mind? No, you can't. That's what I'm saying. Genetically, mm-hmm. you're going to be attracted to what you're attracted to. It's yeah. hard to get away from it. Physically attracted yeah. to something. But emotionally, you're not going to hit there. And I don't right. think we've evolved as a people yet to, I don't think, we, you know, we do the love is blind all the time. Mm-hmm. But 
we realize now it's not blind. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But that's this, this is why it plays on them so much. I see it on every season and every interaction. Mm-hmm. It's weighing on them because, again, they made the decision based on the emotional part, mm-hmm. which they really, really made an emotional connection. But now they're, it's bumping up against whether or not they're attracted to them or not. Yeah. And it doesn't always match up. And if the unattraction is too much, mm-hmm. it can't be overcome. Yeah. And so that's the problem. But that's a, for me, and I could be wrong, I'm not a scientist. It's genetics versus, you know, it's it's nature mm-hmm. and the nurture being the emotional part. Right. They bump up against each other. Yeah. So a lot of times for procreation, the nature is going to win yeah. because you're attracted to what you're attracted. And if they're attracted back to you, you hear it all the time. I'm not saying that that's the only reason, but things get out of hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have one too many drinks or just one drink and that's enough that you can't control yourself anymore. Yeah. These two people end up, you know, getting together. You know what else I thought was interesting? And this makes perfect sense, but I didn't really think about it. But they were talking about on the dating apps, when you're like swiping through, or let's say you're looking at women's profiles, that you're using the face that you just saw for the next person. And that dictates to you how attractive the second person is. Because you're always referring it back to the face you just saw. Uh, when you're swiping or, yeah, or when dating? You're, okay. No, when you're on the apps. Oh, Like okay. if you're going through women's profiles or you're swiping or whatever, like say, here's a picture of Jessica and here's a picture of April. You see Jessica, you're like, oh, she's attractive. She's like an eight. And then you see April and they're like, oh, no, wait, she's a nine. But you're basing on how much prettier April is than Jessica. I catch myself doing it, but not exactly that. Yeah. What ends up happening is I, let's say there's a lady on there, she's blonde, blue eyes, mm-hmm. and I swipe, right? And it's like, okay, great. And then another one comes up and this one, she's she's Hispanic, so she has dark hair, uh-huh. dark eyes. Um, it, I have to take a second and I have to look at all the, because I just got through looking at the other one, so right. but I don't want that bias because it's like, okay, I can't compare her to her because right. they're two totally different but they're attractive in their own right. So I usually will scroll through the picture yeah, and just look at a little bit more and look at a little bit more, let it ruminate. And then, you know, if I think, yeah, I, yeah, I think this is something that yeah. I might be able to do, then I swipe one way or the other. Or if I think, no, you know, it has nothing yeah. to do with the last one, but I've seen this one long enough. Yeah. And now this one is what's ingrained. Right. But I, I very rarely, that's what I'm telling you, all my women look very different. But I can see how our <laughs> minds would associate that. It's the same thing I hear from guys all the time. And maybe you can explain further, but when you see a group of women standing together mm-hmm. and let's say that there's five women, four of them are hot, one's not, you in your minds just see five beautiful women it's they say that like you're more attractive if you're standing next to another attractive person. I don't really uh, understand that. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. So you're right, it does happen. Yeah. I can tell you when it happens to me, uh-huh. if I look at those, um, because again, I'm 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 from a land of the misfit toys. <laughs> so when I see a group of women, and let's say, like you said, maybe like three of them I find like super duper, like, yeah, I would love to, you know, I'm sexually attracted in one, maybe mm-hmm. not so much or not at all. At that point, I take a pause yeah. and I just look at how the interaction and then based on the interactions with each other and how they're carrying and conducting themselves, it can change because like I was saying, they could be, those three could be extremely beautiful, but mm-hmm. they can also have ugly souls. But just on first glance, why yeah, do you think yeah, that for, is? But that's why you got to stop. Yeah. But that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like when you see a group of, I mean, I guess for women too, but if you see a group of guys and the majority of them are attractive, you're just going to assume they're all attractive and maybe the guy that you 
zone in on, right? You think he's more attractive because he's standing next to an extremely attractive man. Yeah, it, it's all it's all subjective, yes. Because yeah. I've had the opposite where I'm looking at a group of women and there's only one that I'm super attracted to, the rest not so much. And mm. there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. But there's just one. There's something about her. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I look at her and I'm like, I just think but she's But is the it because one. in that instance that you're comparing her face to the faces that are surrounding her though? Um... Because it could skew it and you just don't know. I don't it's know. all subconscious. I don't know. I know I know. for me, like I said, I, I can't describe to you what a perfect woman physically would look like for mm-hmm. me because they, they've all been through there. Yeah. What I can tell you is that when I do see a woman, I know instantly whether or not I'm attracted to. I don't know if, it, if it's, if, if other people being around them plays a part or not. Mm. I really don't. I... Because I can see them by themselves. I can see like one woman walk by and the other one walk by and the other one. And then there's just going to be one that I'm just like, oh, she's the head turner for me. Mm-hmm. For me anyways. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why. I've already walked past three. And they say they were conventionally good looking. Mm-hmm. But that one, it's like, no, ooh, there's something about that one. I don't know what it is. The eyes, the lips, and the, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I'll just end on a survey. And so we kind of talked about what the men and women, what they say they're looking for. But based on a survey, this is the number one, like this is the thing that they're looking for. I know this isn't directed towards you. This is what this survey is for most men. So most men say the number one attractive thing about a woman is when she embraces her style. So this falls under how she, if she dresses well, what kind of clothes she's wearing, how her hair and makeup are. So it's basically how she is presenting herself with her own personal style. Mm. They say that's the number one thing, which would make sense because if you're looking for someone that cares about themselves too and values themselves, I'm not saying always, but if you have someone who's very put together, it's probably more likely that they value themselves. Yeah. And you say all the time, like confidence in a woman is a very attractive trait. We don't, you don't want to be with a girl who's like, I'm so ugly. I'm so that you don't want that. Guys don't like no, that. I think so long as that style is, is, uh, that you're attracted to that style, then I think, yes. Well, it's, it's just being, you're being true to yourself. Yes. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. You have to be attracted to it. So like, let's just say for the sake of argument and women run this too, right? Um, Let's say you have a kind of guy and for you, let's say you like him in a suit or maybe not always in a suit, but dressed nicely, sharp, you know, takes care of like, you know, like a city person, Mm -hmm. right? Versus a cowboy. But if you're into cowboys, like they can both have their same style and they can totally be into it. Doesn't mean that you're going to be attracted to them because I've seen cowgirls before too. And I'm not saying I am or aren't, but I'm just saying there's times when they have the hunting pictures and they're hunters and I'm sure they live that lifestyle and wear the camo and stuff and wear it with pride, but yeah, uh, yeah it's not me. It's just more of like, again, but yeah, guys are saying, saying how that. you present yourself. It, it could be whatever style that is. And Absolutely. for women, our number one thing is compassion. Mm-hmm. Falls under that is just being kind, having empathy, support, and mindfulness. So it's basically what we all know as the general sense is that guys are going to look for more of a physical thing and women typically are going to look for more of an emotional thing. But let me ask you this. On the second one for women, how would being on a dating site or even in, well, maybe in person might be different, but on a dating site, how is one supposed to assess that? You're going to have to get to know them. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us back to the physical attraction. That's the part of it. Okay, I'm speaking for myself. I just need a tiny bit. 
I don't have to look at a guy and be like, oh my God, he's the most gorgeous thing. Yeah. There's like, if I look at you and I'm kind of attracted to you, yeah. then I'll look at your profile and it's like, okay, let me see the things he's interested in. Let's say we share some of those. You're like, okay, yeah. you message that person. Let's say you talk on the phone and then you click and then everything's like, yeah, yeah. And then you meet up and it's even more. And let's say he's not conventionally attractive or he's like, you know, he's okay. Yeah. Like he's kind of cute. I think that I would just say that that's the downfall. I think if, if, I don't know. I don't want to go on a tangent too much, but I think the dating apps really need to uh, update how they do things because I think if you get them on the emotional side and let's say you meet that criteria, then you should see the picture. <laughs> if, they, if what you're saying is true is that they're looking for those other things and maybe they do videos or they ask questions of the guy and see how they answer them or whatever, mm-hmm. then you can see how that and you might be able to ass- assess. But again, I don't know. Because if, if somebody, because if you do that and then you see them, yeah. you might have a chance. But let's just say that you don't do That's why the love is blind is yeah. such a amazing thing for me. Because yes, on an emotional level, they're connecting. But then they get out in the world or they see each other and it's like, oh, I, I don't know. If I, I was looking like at a dating app, I would just be like, what's some things that I may like, whether it's their interests or whatever. And then I would know in that first phone call, I'm just like you, like I have to click with you. If I don't click with you, I can't do anything it can't go any further than that it's yeah. just not that's what i'm saying that's why it's flawed for for females yeah. because there's no way you can tell that from right. a profile that, they talk about dating apps are flawed all the time like this yeah. is the main thing you're basing that, it just that off truly, that yeah if that if it's truly that that's the number one thing or the survey the majority of women want that then they're in trouble because that's not how <laughs> that's not how dating apps are set up but but yeah, hmm. thank you to the listener for the suggestion, <laughs> and that was attraction. And yeah. uh, see y'all next week. All right, until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.